For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. As an offensive tackle at Notre Dame, Aaron Taylor was an All-American and a decorated college lineman. But upon being drafted by the Packers in the first round in 1994, little did he know a big change was coming. I was a little bit shocked that they moved me to guard. I was an All-American as a senior at Notre Dame playing left tackle, won the Lombardi Award, ironically, getting drafted right. here. But I think I was more suited as a guard. My body style, my arm length, those sort of things, athleticism probably. And the Packers had a need at guard, so I think that was a natural fit. So you played next to a couple different left tackles on the Super Bowl teams, but the rest of that line, you... Frankie, Adam, Big Earl, you guys were kind of the, the constant, the, the, the anchors there. Just tell us a little bit about that group and what you remember playing together with those guys. Well, historically, teams are only as good as their offensive lines, and the key element there is consistency. It's that chemistry. It's the only position in football where five have to function as one. So when you have that consistency, the product ends up being a lot better. And I think more than that, though, we just really liked each other. We had a lot of fun as a group, and there was a lot of laughs. So when there were some left tackles that came through, and it was Ken Ruckers and uh, Bruce Wilkerson came by, those different things, those pieces could slide in pretty easily because we all hung together anyway. So we knew what we were thinking. We had practiced a lot with each other, and I just think the chemistry of our group is really what made us special. In Taylor's third season, 1996, the Packers had the top offense and top defense in the league on their way to the Super Bowl 31 triumph, and they nearly repeated as champions the following year. Both the agony and the ecstasy are seared in his memory. To win a Super Bowl, you got to be two things. You got to be really good and a little bit lucky. And we were certainly both that season. But I think the thing that really set that team apart in that particular season was the chemistry on the team. We had so much talent, so many guys that were deserving to get touches, and the ball was spread around. It was more important for us to get it right than to be that got it right. Like, we weren't it. We were all part of it, and it was a special team. And I think the chemistry of the locker room really set that apart. Kind of an unfair question here, but I have to ask it. Which elicits the more intense emotions, winning a Super Bowl or losing one? Whew. Man, they are opposite sides of the coin. Yeah. I remember when I was at Notre Dame, Coach Holtz always used to say, there's nothing worse in life than a missed opportunity. And Super Bowl 32 haunts me to this day. We should have won that game. And I think we woke up a little bit too late. I think we struggled schematically early on in that game. And by the time we figured it out, it was just too little too late. And we ran out of time, literally, in the fourth quarter there to end the game. That's one that you'd love to have back. <laughs> All the credit to Denver, we probably play them 10 times. We probably beat them eight or nine times. But on that day, they had what it took, and they won, and they deserved it. I think not winning back-to-back -back Super Bowls here in Green Bay when we had a great opportunity is one of the worst regrets I've got in my life. Knee injuries are another regret as they cut Taylor's promising career short but he's gone on to a successful second career as a college football analyst, and he's always looked back fondly on his time in Green Bay. I'm sure you came to peace with it long ago, but have you wondered what 
type of career you might have had if your knees had uh, not betrayed you, so to speak? Because, I mean, you were an All-American, you were a first-round pick, and, you know, by all accounts, your talent on the field, you were headed for something more special on the field anyway than what you had. Yeah, I don't recommend rupturing both your patella tendons <laughs> at the front end of your NFL career. Uh, that certainly was a challenge and something that I had to work around. But I'll say this, man, everything that's happened in my life has worked out for a specific purpose. And I, I'm happy the six years that I got. I certainly sometimes think about what could have been and what should have, could have but I, I bring it back to what was. And what was, was I was part of a unique team that won a Super Bowl, a great group of guys in a town that loves the sport of football and the Green Bay Packers, this tradition-rich uh, environment. And I'm part of that. And I'm part of a legacy of winning the first Super Bowl in 30 years, going all the way back to the 60s. So that's something that I'll remember the rest of my life. And my personal career, I played long enough to be able to bury some coffee cans and, and get a nice start on life back out into the real world. Okay. But more importantly, I was part of something special. Yeah. Well, speaking of that real world, since your retirement, you've been involved in college football broadcasting for a long time. How did that all get started? What do you what do you like best about uh, that avenue now that uh, that you've been on for quite a while? I kind of fell into TV after we won the Super Bowl. Here, we everybody had a post game show <laughs> doing something or another, and I think the extension of that for me once I got done, I was like, all right, if I've always been what I've always done, what am I going to do now that I'm not playing? So I like to say that when I was a player, I was the parent of football. 24 hours a day, I was responsible for it. It was my life. Now as an analyst, I'm a grandparent. I get the best of it on the weekends, but I leave all the stress and problems during the week to somebody else. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment as a college football broadcaster to, th to this point? Is there one that stands out to you? I was on the sidelines for USC Texas for Vince Young that, for the national championship game. That okay. was an incredible moment. I think more than anything, what I enjoy about being a broadcaster is just being in the booth. And I'm a meaningful part of a team once again. There's 70 or 80 of us that travel on a regular basis to a game site. You can feel the energy. There's this big ramp up to this three and a half to four hour window of intensity. And then afterwards, you take a deep breath, everybody high fives, and you start the process again. So that rhythm, that being a meaningful part of a team, that's the thing that I think I enjoy the most about doing TV. Last question for you. What will you remember most about playing for the Green Bay Packers, whether it was on or off the field or both? This was a special time here for me. And it was a time filled with elation and winning Super Bowls, but it was also you know, a time of, of personal adversity where I ruptured both my patella tendons. So I grew up a lot here, you know, sometimes reluctantly, but uh, it was a great experience. I feel part of this program and I think Green Bay has done such a good job of bringing all of us guys back where we still feel relevant and like we matter. I was only here four years and was hurt for two of those years, yet I won a Super Bowl and they invite me back. And when I come back, the same people that were here answering phones and the support staff and from the operations side, the video department, they're all still here. So there's a familiarity that I think really sets the Green Bay Packers apart from any other franchise in the league.